Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, I was waiting for you to get in that. I'm not even going to explain myself. I have two. Uh, oh, come on. We, I think everybody knows. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Come on. Tell me what it is. I binged beef um, within 24 hours. It was a, a short oh. series, but I did binge it really quickly. I stayed in on a Friday night and watched the whole thing and then uh, finished it literally the next morning when I was laying in bed. Um, I love this series. Um, I think it took some some crazy turns towards the end, but I would highly, highly recommend it. Um, I think seeing a mostly Asian cast like be able to take on the screen, take on something mm-hmm. that's very um, different to what the Asian experience that we've been fed a lot, which is this like um, kind of uh, moral, quiet. Uh, you know, harmful, harmful stereotypes about Asian people. I loved how much this series turned that on its head. It is largely about anger um, and it's about the anger that we carry. Um, and I think Stephen Yoon, I've been saying this since The Walking Dead, Stephen Yoon is an incredible actor. Like what? Um, anyway, and then I also, Brandon is telling me to uh, hurry it up. <laughs> 
But then I also, I love Stephen Yoon and Ali Wong. And then also, um, I finished the series Obsession um, very quickly. Uh, oh, like, I want to watch that. Brandon, then I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm just going to say. Please don't. Please don't. That shit is wild and uh, highly recommend if you want just like a quick thriller. It's four episodes, Ooh. four hours. Four episodes? It's I love this. Four episodes, four hours, limited series, not coming back. Very. Wait. I thought I saw that and it was billed as a movie. No. Okay. Maybe I'm tripping and maybe it was something else, but I love it's, that. It and honestly I'm... should have been a movie, but the maybe it episode... really was. And they were like, this is too long, but let's just call it a show. Four yeah, maybe. Episodes. But yeah. anyway, I love obsession. Um, I thought it took me into a lot of really crazy places. I, I'm curious what your thoughts on it. You'll have to let me know what you think. Yeah, when you I'll watch report it. back. Fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I too started beef. I did not finish it because I got, um, distracted, but I will definitely be revisiting that and I'm going to dive into obsession. Anyway, what I have been consuming. Okay. You know, I love music and you also know, I love Nicki Minaj and this week has brought me so much pleasure because we have had one, but two amazing, amazing features from Nicki Minaj. And the first one is with our New York princess, Ice Spice. That Princess Diana song is hot. And Nicki's verse is hot. Ice Spice looks amazing. Ice Spice's verse is good too. But like, honestly, the whole thing is just like having Nikki in there. It's just like, damn, like, I love this. I'm so excited. We have our queen back. The queen of rap is here. And I, I fucking, I've been obsessed. And she also is on Kim Petras's new song. And low key, it sounds like it's straight up from 2014. And I'm obsessed. It's a perfect, sexy little pop song. Her, her verse is sharp. It's fun. It's that old Nikki, like campy style that she ramp raps in and she gets in and she gets out and it's a really, really good juicy song. And honestly, I've been playing it like anytime I like need a little, oh, oh, here we go. It's so fun. It feels like it takes you right back to like 2010 or something like that. It's a really good song. And first of all, Kim Petras is like low key kind of good. I'm not hip, but I do love Ice Spice. Yes. I think I think Kim uh Kim Petras is worth exploring. Like cuz low key okay. I was like this is fun. But yes, Ice Spice is that girl and she's going to be that girl. And yeah. I'm here for both of those songs and I'm loving that Nicki Minaj is on. Anyway. Yes. Before we wrap, wrap up though, I really need to say something about beef uh and those allegations <laughs> that came out about David Cho. I just, I don't, I like, because the the conversation has shifted so much about that series since the, since, you know, he came out, the footage was leaked of him talking about raping a black woman. Um, uh, he said it was this satire, thing. quote unquote. Oh, you didn't hear about this? No. Uh, okay. Well, no, but, but it's, it is really harmful and really gross. And um, after loving the series so much um, and hearing about that type of conduct, that was really upsetting. I've also, I, I just, I've met David Cho. I, I, he seemed like a really great guy. So I hope it is in fact satire, but I don't think that's funny. No, um, that's, not, and, that's not funny at all. 
what kind of satire? And like, I'm just sick of all these men out here doing these gross things and like ruining the great art that other people are creating for everyone. But yeah, just keep that in mind, dear listener. Uh, if you do want to, a lot, I know people are boycotting beef currently and it's, it's really sad. If people just kept their mouth shut, like come on what what i I don't, i'm not gonna go into it that's just that's sounds weird to me anyway you know what yeah, we're gonna bad. do we're gonna take us a little break and we're gonna be back with our guests and mm-hmm. i'm so excited for the rest of the show because it's gonna be a good one and we are it literally is. talking about our favorite all-time favorite movie soundtracks and y'all Get ready to Let's sing. Go. Get ready to dance. Because we're going to be mm-hmm. right back. And uh, we are back, listeners. Um, Whitney, we have such a fun episode today. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. But first, we have an amazing guest. You want to tell the people who our guest is? Yes. The guest is my friend, Marissa Mendez. So happy to have her on. And if you don't know, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. She is a journalist, personality, and author who has built her reputation around all things digital, working for some of the biggest names in entertainment and hip hop, following a college internship answering phones for Funk Flex, an iconic radio station, um, Hot 97, in 2009, a chance run-in with Flex a year later granted her the opportunity to help launch and write her new blog in FlexWeTrust.com. As we, as she uh, helped grow in Flex We Trust to one of the most successful hip-hop sites of its time over the course of seven years, Marissa has also tapped has also been tapped to help launch and write for Angie Martinez's blog and later Ebro's blog, which is really exciting. And also, if you don't know, she is a clearly a great writer because her bio literally reads like a book. And so just among other things, just to tap into a few other things that Marissa has done, she obviously um, was able to join Hot 97's Ebro on the Morning Show. Um, she was commissioned by longtime friend Joe Budden to co-host one of his new podcasts titled, I'll name this podcast later. <laughs> and then we bring it all the way after years of doing all of that amazing work, we bring it all the way full circle to what she's doing now. Uh, she's made the transition to film where she is shadowing director and writer Thimby Banks. Together, they worked on the 2023 Sundance film, Young, Wild, and Free, and now are in production for a new pilot for Hulu titled yep. to 66. Marissa, welcome to the pod. Marissa. Hi. Yes. Like when I tell you this bio, though, stop. Come on, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's very awkward writing about yourself in third person. Also, it's not the easiest, but clearly I did. No, it but it was amazing, and you're yeah. incredible. Here's to so me. well. Yes, Marissa brought a cocktail because I asked her to. All the directions, and I barely ever drank. But <laughs> I went and found some. Random wine that we're hoping is still acceptable for my stomach. I mean, we will see. If you're still drinking it and it tastes fine to you, it's fine. Yeah, because wouldn't it taste sour or something, right? If it went bad, what does bad wine taste like? Well, great. It would have a distinct taste. Okay, no, we're safe. I think we're safe. We're good. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Um, but then also, it's just we have like a real podcast vet on with us, Brandon. 
I know. She's this been is, in this I'm game. A, I'm a little nervous. Can you make sure you give us all the good notes? We'll take the bad Listen, ones later. I, I've been at it again <laughs> three, four years now. So I'm damn near like a rookie again because the game has changed so much in these last few years that I, I don't know what I know. We'll see what I know. <laughs> it, it really, in the last three years, it really has changed a lot. A lot. Really it truly has. Yeah. All right. Well, it's very exciting to have you because today we wanted to ha have you on for a music episode. Mm -hmm. And obviously because of the fact that you've worked in the music industry for so long. Um, and so today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, which brings together music and film, which is the best soundtracks of all time, but make it black. <laughs> make it black. We love it. Make it black. Everything we do here is black, but this is such a fun one. I had a yeah. really good time putting this together. Um, there are so many as I kept adding to my list. Yeah, it was difficult I'm for me because it was about our favorite, and I was like, oh my God, there's so I know. many. <laughs> also, there's some that Marissa, are like, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, like, Marissa's our first um, non black, but still a BIPOC person. To come onto our podcast. Wow, honored. Okay. No. Yes, yes. Snaps all around. Look Snaps at us. Snaps all around. <laughs> Look at us. Um, but yeah. All right. So to kick us off, Marissa, we would like to hear your top three. And obviously, if you have some honorable mentions, it wouldn't be the Look at Us podcast if we didn't have honorable mentions. We will save those towards the end or for the end, rather. And uh, yeah, we want to hear your top three first as our guest. Okay, mine are a little, not biased, but they're very much based on like the singles that hit so hard for me that were from specifically that movie. And then just the whole soundtrack was pretty good. So immediately, the second you guys said soundtrack, the first thing that always pops into my mind when people talk about movie soundtracks is Hey Poppy off of the Nutty Professor 2 soundtrack, <laughs> I think I love you a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I never think of like that is the first thing that comes into my mind when people say movie soundtracks. Literally, hey Poppy, because it was straight from from Nutty Professor Two, and that whole soundtrack it had the thong song, the one, the version with Foxy Brown. Like that shit is oh my god. That, Foxy that whole Brown soundtrack. was like featured on half the songs. Listen on that. She was, it's so no, good. Yes. <laughs> I think I slept on this album because I do not. You did. I do not equate the Nutty Professor with good music. Listen, no, um, the second, I don't know about one, but two and a half. No, like, actually, um, wait, Marissa. So I was going to, I'm jumping to mine because that was one of mine, but I'll, I'll say another one later. But that, the first and a second have such good songs. The first mm -hmm. one has um, that Case uh, and Foxy Brown song, uh, Touch Me, Squeeze Me, yep. Tease Me, Touch Me, Teach Me, like, and it has the other Foxy Brown song with Jay-Z, Ain't No Nigga. Ain't no nigga like the one I got. Like, all in the first Nutty Professor soundtrack. And then the second one had Hey Poppy and Jan yep. the Janet Jackson song. Doesn't Listen. matter. Oh, it has the next Method Man. Okay, I all right. I I'm adding it to the list. I, dear listener, I will put this in the comments for you. You can go ahead and click on over in Spotify only, I think, <laughs> to go listen to it. All right. What's, what else is on your list, Marissa? 
Okay, so the second one definitely is biased because Paid in Full was one of my favorite movies of all time, and it came out at the time of like Rockefeller's absolute takeover of the music industry. So the entire soundtrack was very Rockefeller heavy, very Dipset heavy, which is why I love Paid in Full so much, Cameron and all of them. So I have to give it to the Paid in Full soundtrack. It had the song called Champions that, I don't know, I just really loved. Um, I don't think it was like that big of a soundtrack industry-wise, but personally, it really, really, really did it for me. So shout out to Painful, still one of the best movies of all fucking time. And then um, my third one also goes based off the single, Bad Boys 2, because they had Shake Your Tail Feather, and I don't know why I love that song so (laughs) (laughs) And the whole video had so much, you know, that was like back when movie soundtracks fucking mattered, All you know, back early 00s in the 90s and then all the music videos like it had the pieces of the movie in the music video so Shake yeah. It definitely had a ton of Bad Boys 2 in it and then just the whole album itself like had 50 and I think Biggie was on it um, I think Snoop was, it was just a really good thing so those are my, my top three I yeah, will say my list my, my list is also like very much like 90s as well because I feel like we used to like the way we used to do soundtracks. Yes. We don't do I, it like that anymore. Nobody yes. does it like that. It was a whole like fran like not franchise, but that's a marketing tactic. You slap oh, good yes. music to yeah. a really like maybe okay movie or great movie and just like let's count watch that money roll in. It's yeah. really crazy. Why don't they do that anymore? I don't know. Because albums don't ma- matter as much anymore, I guess. And I guess with the streaming era, it's harder to get like exclusives and stuff. It's True. probably too to that. But it was it was also to y'all point extra special when you had one of your favorite artists write a song just for the movie soundtrack, and if yes. it secretly like slaps, <laughs> you got a hit. Like the Maya there for the Rugrats movie. Come on. Oh my god! Like, I forgot like, about come that. On. <laughs> like come that on. was so that, good. Rugrats yeah. for the fucking video. Like what? What? They had grown people up in there going to watch the movie. Because... <laughs> <laughs> come on, right? They really did. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really interesting because as I was going through this exercise, I was also looking, seeing that like there were there's there's soundtracks that are original music mm-hmm. created, and then there's soundtracks that are compilations of music. And some of those were songs that were, had already been released, and some of those were songs that were released with the with the, the film. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It just, I, yeah. All right, I'm I'm gonna go next. Okay. Oh, I love, okay. Wait, what? but I I, I want to talk about your compilation because I do love a good compilation because that also enhances the movie. Like it does. I I don't hate that. But going back to Nutty Professor. <laughs> All right, Brandon, fact, you go next. No, no. I okay, I will. But going back to Nutty <laughs> Professor, you know, Music Soul Child wrote Just Friends, his first single for the Nutty Professor Two soundtrack, and then it really? was released by itself. Yes, I was like, I literally looked it up because the I wrote the soundtrack on there. And then I was like, wait, music, soul child, just friends. And then I went on to look and it, he literally wrote that song for the soundtrack. And here we are with right. one of his oh, best songs. Later. <laughs> Come on. 
<laughs> okay, I'll go. Um, okay, so one other one that kind of just took control was Romeo Must Die. And Aaliyah, talk about an artist who had songs just for that whole album. She literally had four, uh, maybe four or five songs on there. But the three that yeah. like actually really hit was Try Again, um, yeah. I Don't Wanna, and the one with DMX, uh, Come Back in One Piece, which his oh. iconic verse, I was listening to it the other day. His whole verse was like a metaphor for being a literal dog. And we know DMX. <laughs> Like is the is the man, but it was so good. I was like, how clever is this? This Damn, man is literally rapping about <laughs> rest in peace. Damn. Um, Damn. But, yeah. Wait, say that again. So good. Peace to both of them. Like that's so yeah, sick. true. Oh yeah. I feel like I've lived so long without Aaliyah that like it doesn't it doesn't like I don't feel that ping anymore. Yeah. I, I feel I feel the ping. When I when I talk about DMX, yeah, yes, because it's like still recent, yeah, twenty years. Oh, it was twenty sad. years, two thousand one. Yeah, I was out here in LA the day she died, visiting my aunt. And yeah, oh. yeah, I ended up on but, the news. But <laughs> you ended up on the news, yeah, because um, she had just Wait, put out her. I think uh, I think her self titled album, Aaliyah, the one with the red cover, and she's a cartoon on the yeah. cover. And there was a billboard over on Sunset at what used to be Tower Records. And it was a billboard advertising the album. So the day she died, they turned it into a, a makeshift memorial and everyone started going down there to just sign it. And so I went down there. I think I was 13 years old. And I went down there just to sign it. And then I think KCAL News was out there. And they were like, you know, what did you think? And I was like, oh my God. And like, so they put me on the news and I'm like talking about how devastated I was. And I still have like a, a screenshot of it. And it's like Marissa Mendez, Aaliyah fan. And I like, I was a fan, but I don't, I feel like there were so many other fans that deserved to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> like there, but I like, I was just a lot. It was just like, it's just, you know, a moment in history now. I ended up on the news talking about her passing, but she is, she was always the flyest bitch. I, I still feel was. Damn, I what a good stamp in time. Yeah, crazy. Oh my god! Dang. Mm-hmm. All right, rest in peace, Aaliyah. But we will say, That's I right. will say that album. I so I actually good. forgot about it to be completely honest when putting together this list. Uh, it's a shame on me. But when she brought out Jet Li in that music video, listen, I was I, you couldn't you couldn't tell me that they weren't the together. Music video okay, is one of the most iconic music videos ever. Because the choreography. And all she was doing was dancing in a room. Sick, dude. <laughs> what was Are You Got Somebody? What was that the soundtrack to? Dr. Doolittle? That was, um, uh, yes, Dr. Doolittle. Okay. Yeah. She stayed with Dang. These soundtracks really used to hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, I told you, she, making a song for a movie like that, it changed the game. She mm-hmm. had two huge hits from that alone crazy okay um but right, back on the road on list? my second one is waiting to excel Ooh. mr babyface produced this whole album and you already know brandy's sitting up in my room is one of the top ones like mm-hmm. one of her most iconic songs and she was in a room <laughs> again <laughs> simple music videos back in the day but uh, so good it also had um 
one of my favorite Tony Braxton songs, Let It Flow. Um, yeah. I love that song. It's just like simple, it's sexy, and she's just like giving it all. Um, and you also have Mary J. Blige, Not Gonna Cry. What? Which in the same soundtrack. Wait, and, and, and can you a, name the Whitney songs as well? Uh, you got Shoop? What was the, the first part of it? Was my Shoop. absolute favorite. Shoop, man. <laughs> no, no, you <laughs> that's not the right shoot. Marissa <laughs> <laughs> was going oh, with it. Oh my god. She was going no, with no, it. Like, you're so silly. <laughs> <laughs> okay no, uh, so but i do wait what, what's this i'm not gonna cry i i no i'm not gonna cry no i'm not, I'm gonna, not cry. gonna die not, i'm not, not gonna shed a tear come on yes. come on Brianna, keep going now you gotta harmonize because you're not worth my tears yeah, can't, oh. can't do it. Can't do it. Dang. But like, also, like, how iconic is that one album? It's so good. So yeah, that's pivotal in me growing up. Yeah, mm -hmm. so good. Um, and then my last one, since we took Nutty Professor off, will have to be the Bodyguard because of also again Man. how iconic. And then, again, Whitney Houston was the soundtrack queen. Then I guess Aaliyah took over too. Dang. Yeah. Um, because Whitney Houston had every single song that I think I really love by her in this album. Like, I Will Always Love You, I Have Nothing, I'm Every Woman, Run To You. I have nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> on, on my plane ride, that shit, I was crying like a fucking baby at the end of that shit. So sad. In the, at the body really... game? Um, no, uh, Whitney, the Whitney biopic. Oh, oh. yes, yes, yes. I thought you were I saying you cried at the bodyguard. I was like, oh. oh no. I was like, why, girl? It had a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, I was like, that's an example of the soundtrack being way better than the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That movie um, was terrible, but, yes. but um, <laughs> we, we love seeing Kevin Costner he had to come out of his house in Santa Barbara to go film that movie. I and never wait. You know, I never saw the bodyguard. You never saw it? No, and when really? I was watching I was like, oh, you know what? I never saw this fucking movie. Yeah. They talk about it in the movie and it's you know, I Which a a weird critique about the movie. Why did they not have a man play Kevin Costner? They showed a like man. actual footage. No, like an actor playing oh, Kevin Costner. They showed like, yes, they showed an actual like image of Kevin Costner in the original movie, The Bodyguard, as like them acting. It was the strangest thing. It was I swear, I, I too yeah. just watched it on the plane, Marissa. We did too? I'm, conf I swear. I'm confused. Oh, in yes. the Whitney biopic. Yes, yes, I was like, yes. You're like, okay. Kevin Costner have a different actor play Kevin Costner in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of his house in Santa Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> that still gags yes. me. That that uh, got me so good. I was cracking up. 
Um, for context, dear dear listener, <laughs> at the recent um, Oscars, I think it was Emmys, Golden Globes, um, Regina Hall went up and was like uh, accepting an award on behalf oh, of Kevin yeah. Costner. And she goes, she was like, Kevin Costner can't be here today. Um, and she's reading the prompter. She was like, unfortunately, he was impacted by the recent fires in California and it has to stay in place. And then she starts laughing in Santa Barbara. She goes, oh, my God, thoughts and prayers. We feel so bad for you. <laughs> look, look. So, so all I think about now is Santa Barbara. You said, I'm not trying to go. Make up <laughs> <Yeah>. some excuse. <laughs> Someone could get it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. All right. Is it my turn? Yes. All right. So this was very difficult for me, but I, I boiled it down to the soundtracks that I personally listen to the most. Coming okay. in first is bringing it to this millennia um, is Black Panther 1 Ooh. of 2018, a Kendrick produced album. Featuring SZA shortly after Control came out. So we're talking like she was our hot girl during yeah. that point. It was hip hop. It was R&B. It was soul. It was uh, Afro beats. It combined right. everything. And it had all of the same, like, right? Black Panther was such a moment for us. And, and like, at least Black Panther 1 was such a moment for us that it was just... Like that music, Kendrick just did such a great job embodying that pride and just how good it felt to see that that film. And yeah. I loved all of the the portions. This is what I love about a soundtrack. When they actually interlace dialogue from the series, I almost did this for Black is King because she did it a few times um, as well for The Lion King. I love that album, but it's hey. in my honorable mentions. Okay. okay. I do okay. love Black is King. All right. So, and I also don't see it as a soundtrack. It's weird. It doesn't well, Black exist is as King? a soundtrack. Yes. That didn't, it's like, I don't think of soundtrack too. I think I agree. And I, I don't know why. Well, because I think of the fact that she, the correlation she does, it, it says it on there. This is a Lion King soundtrack. However, the correlation, it, it just like, and her dropping her own visual yeah, I never associated it with it at all. Yeah, so I, I kind of removed it from this list, but another quote-unquote soundtrack that I love. Okay, all right, so Black Panther, one, loved it. All right, now we're going to get into my love mu movies. I found that through this, I love love movies, and uh, I love the soundtracks from them. So let's get into 2002's Brown Sugar, mm. okay, starring... Sanaa Lathan and Tay Diggs. What a great okay. album. It also just Love of My Life. Oh. Love of My oh. Life. You are my friend. My friend. <laughs> yes. Dang. Also, okay. Marissa, Marissa, Paid in Full was on that album, a compilation album. Okay. Paid in Full was on there because Paid in Full? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes, it was on that album. Wait, did I just say it was in for love of my life? Isn't that Erica Badu? Please strike that from the record. Why would I say that? Go on. Go. I think it's both of them. It is right. It's okay, both. cool. He's fe he's featured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's both of them. 
Yeah, you're okay. You're okay. Um, but I love that it was like a love story that weaved hip hop throughout it. It's a musical film in a lot of ways. Like the the music music plays such a heavy part in it, and um, it weaves like my love of hip hop is like my love for you. But then it has like these most prolific love songs. Anyway, I love Brown Sugar. It is such a great album. I listen to it all the time. All right, and now for my the last of my love albums, we got to kick it back to 1997. Oh, wait, let me guess. Got to go back. Uh, yes. No, I have no idea. I was going to say space. No, no. Wait, 90, 97? <laughs> 1997, a film about Black love set in Chicago. Come on now. 97? Just come on, tell us. I don't know. Love Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, that's that's a very good soundtrack. A very good, hopeless, lots of Maxwell, lots of Lauren yes. Hill. Like a penny with a hole in it. A penny, Come on, with, a penny with a hole they in it. They say I'm hopeless. <laughs> hopeless, hopeless. <laughs> Up in my head with it. I like it. I think. Oh my god, you're insane. What if we make a whole cover album for all of our songs, a compilation of our soundtrack to Look at Us? Yes. Marissa, you're on to something. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. I will get to work on that. <laughs> only, on, only on that, only on Spotty, because you know how I do. Period. All right. All right. So, are we, so those are our tops. Hey, ain't no bottoms. Uh, no bottoms. What are, no bottoms for this one, because the, there are far, <laughs> far, too many. Mm. Mm. I mean, like, what? What even <laughs> makes a what even makes a bad soundtrack? Just like I didn't like. I was just be like, I didn't listen to it. Like, yeah. well, yes, but even that's that's all objective, subjective. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm. but maybe the soundtrack as a whole wasn't great, but there was just like one song that stuck out. Mm. Okay, honorable mention song that was my secret jam was Monica's Just Another Girl on the Down to Earth soundtrack. The rest of the the soundtrack was so bad. This is so specific because I love that song so much. (laughs) (laughs) I really did. I really did. And I was like, the rest of the album, I don't want to listen to this, but I just (laughs) stuck with that song. That's when you just buy the single back then. Buy like the single on yes. the bed, exactly. Whatever you call that CD. Yeah, I mean, oh, I was oh. back then. I was recording uh, uh, video? music videos. Yes, <laughs> oh I was just having a conversation about that yesterday because we were doing um, music syncing for we're in post for our show, and one of the songs that came up was um, "Area Code" by Ludacris, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I had recorded this on the radio. But you know when artists do like dub plates for the for the thing, so like they'll be shouting out for that local DJ whoever's playing it yes. or whatever. Yes. Playing on Hot ninety seven, 
And so Luda had shouted out like all New York and New Jersey area codes. And I was like super gassed that my version said at the end, like 732. And I was like, <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> I, I like have that version because, you know, anything you'll download off the internet won't have that. But good times. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so okay, good. cool. So do we, uh, Marissa, do you have any honorable mentions? I did have the Hustle and Flow soundtrack. Um, mm-hmm. because there was some, like, actual, like, hit singles off of that shit. And, like, three Yes, there were. And the fucking one with Terrence Howard or whatever. So, that one and I, then... Huh? I do believe that won an Oscar. Right? It did! It made Three Six Mafia. I think they yeah. won an Oscar, a grant. They were, like, they're, like, halfway through the EGOT situation because of that shit. They Which were, like, is... Oh, my God. Imagine they make a musical... And they went and told it for <laughs> when that happened. Musical three six mafia became that winner. <laughs> Wait, like Loki? That would be amazing. Absolutely, absolutely. So that one, and I had um the Friday movies, all of their soundtracks. Were oh, yeah, you know, they have very good I, soundtracks. I didn't jive with those soundtracks. I, I wasn't like a huge fan of the Friday ones. I was, I was into those. Okay. Okay. All right, Brandon, your honorable mentions. Okay, my honorable honorable mention, Soul Food. Um, did we talk about Soul Point Food? Blank. No, we didn't. Point blank, period. Yeah. We haven't like, talked about it. Like, period. Period. <laughs> ah. <laughs> period. Ah, period. <laughs> okay, uh, that whole soundtrack was so. <laughs> I just remember, you know, you know, did you guys ever have this feeling of like knowing this the track listing so well, like that you're like exactly what to play and you skip certain songs? Like oh, yeah. That. Yeah, I love that shit. And I, I don't know why, but like specifically my first memory of knowing the um track listing was from Soul Food. Like I wow. knew the tracks. And I was like, eh, nope, that's not the song. But I, I just knew it. Yeah, because the first one is Mama. Well, boys to men. A song for Mama, yeah. Mama, you know I love you. See, I think we should be recording this album. <laughs> if you can see Whitney's face, the soul in her eyes. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, my God. I, I do love that album. I really do. Uh, okay. It is one of my favorites. I just don't find myself like going back to it to listen to it as much as I do some of the other ones I'm about to name. Oh, oh. damn. Because uh, also that had a very good total song on there that I loved. Um, okay. What about us? Yeah. Um, okay. Then another one was the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That was a very decent album. That but the song that stuck out was the Sway Lee and Post Malone song, Sunflower. Yeah. Yep. I that don't recall. That was like a huge really? That shit is diamond. That was a huge song. Yeah, I don't recall, <laughs> y'all. Damn. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. When you're I don't left know in her. the dust, you're my sunflower. You that was like 18, 2019? Yeah. 2018. Yeah. Wow. I, th- that wow. what you just saying, Brandon? I have never heard speaking French to you. Essentially, at this point, <laughs> yes, wow. that's actually pretty shocking. It's a big song. 
I really, I feel like when if you heard it, you'd be like, oh, I've heard yeah. this in like, Zara. Well, he just sang it. <laughs> <laughs> but not me singing it. <laughs> so you might have to hear the real version of the yeah. music. Okay. I'm telling yeah. you. I don't. I don't see a world where you haven't heard it. You even in passing, like you, you, you'll know. Okay. You'll know. Same. Same. Okay. You'll know. Uh, I'm gonna go listen to it. Yeah. Give us a some honorable mentions, Whitney. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna tell you the song, I feel and like you this guys tell me so the music. Long, the way that you just end. It. <laughs> <laughs> All are right, you, so, you, yes, right. All right, I'm just gonna tell you the song, and you guys tell me the movie. Oh, How did he be too love for me? Ooh. Tell me what it's gonna no, be. Wait, I actually don't know the movie. Huh? Oh, movie. But, oh, hold on. Let me let me start over. Let me start over. Ma'am, <laughs> 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 my windows are open. Okay, <laughs> ma'am. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, I'm gonna need you to. You are not Cisco, but this this album is coming together really well. Um, can you please tell us what movie is from? Um, that that would be Rush Hour. Oh, oh. what a there great was, album! Was it one or two? Yeah. One. Mm. Wow. Okay. That's a very good. All right. One. All right. Another um of mine is okay. I really want you guys to guess this one too, but I think it's too hard. All right. Um but uh do you know the song Fool of Me? By whom? I can never pronounce her name. <laughs> oh, see. It's like see. it's okay, it's like I remember. <laughs> okay, never mind. Let me remember. Okay, okay, okay. All right. The movie is Love and Basketball. The song is um, Fool of Me. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a beautiful scene where, like, she walked in on her man basically out with another woman. And she walks away. And that scene is so palatable. Like, I, I just. Oh, you're talking about the Michelle. I can't pronounce her last name, but it's like Me Michelle. Yeah, yeah, that's a very, very good song. Yeah. Uh, what did you say, Marissa? And then, you spell her last name. Oh. <laughs> this is crazy. Okay, I have it here. I have it here. N D E G E O C E L L O. That is defying pronunciation rules. <laughs> it really is. And I don't want to butcher that trying yeah, to say no. it, but I know her first name is Michelle. Okay. Well, shout out to Shelly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay. So, but that album had so much. It had Al Green, who is my, the the love of my life, the greatest musician that's ever lived. Uh, it obviously had that song. And then it had probably one of the most pivotal Maxwell sex scenes I've ever seen in my life. When they first had sex, and he and it's over this woman's work. He knows the song. I want to the beginning. Come on now. <laughs> this woman's work. Oh, like a melody. Now it's over. And I start to cry. Cover album. <laughs> 
be able to finish my work day, but anyway. <laughs> Marissa, Mar- Marissa has finished her wine. It was okay. the whole bottle. I would like to put on the record, so I'm not. It's not like I finished a bottle. That would be live your life, boo. Live your life. Okay. Yes, live your life. Okay, right. I just have a. I just have a few more. I have to call okay. out Moonlight. Sorry, I just love this album. If you remember, Moonlight has so much beautiful classical music throughout it, and then the juxtaposition between that and like this very like hard, impoverished black living was just so like intense for me. I remember finishing that movie and immediately going to look up. Uh, the album, Brandon, fix your face. No, <laughs> what's no, going on? I'm I'm going to um, have to say you can't say that one because that's a score. Ooh. Okay, that's not a soundtrack. Uh, no, that's that's a me. whole different category. Uh, Every nigga is a star is the number one song on that, and it is not a score. And they do mix score within. But they also have about four to five songs, and those are very good songs. <laughs> Get out of here. Continue. Okay. It couldn't, it couldn't, it wasn't allowed to fall into the top anything. Okay. Just, I love it. It's very beautiful. It's really good for what I'm words. Yeah, every nigga is a star. It's a beautiful song. Go All listen right, to it. Keep going. Another uh, uh, the movie. That's fun. <laughs> if we can. Wait, name another song from the movie. No, name another oh, song from want... another soundtrack that you have. Oh, guess the movie. If we can, if it's like easy. Dang. Um, actually, I have a really good one for you. Well, while I'm pulling this up, I'm gonna just call out the fact that I think it's, we could not have this podcast without discussing Purple Rain. Man. This is also true. I used to have that vinyl like, display. Real. No, That's yeah, a, that, we can't. If we're, if we're allowing that, like, yes. Oh my God. Why are all these classics like, why is everybody gone? That makes, that's fucking sad. Whitney, Aaliyah, DMX, Prince. Like we've named so many. Yeah. That I know. Yeah. That one's really sad. Okay, so I have another one for you to guess. Okay. Um, uh, and then this will almost wrap up my list. Almost. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to give you two more after this. Yeah, period. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Well, I have four more. Okay. Come but Okay. Right. All right. The song, I, I almost wanted to check and see if there was another song I could use because I was afraid to use this person because he's kind of like, he... We shall not be named anymore. Oh, um, Space Jam. But yes. <laughs> Wait, how no. did you? <laughs> she knew. But that was that was quick. Even without he who, who shall not be named, um, and his song titled "I Believe I Can Fly." Listen, the album hits. That's a good album. Hits. Okay. I, oh. I, I've never been a fan of him before all of that, and even after all of this mess, still not. Well, I hate it. That was one of those annoying songs that I hate it so much. Because like, we were in like because they like 
yeah, they made us sing it and shit. And like, oh, oh, no, next. Uh, the Monsters Anthem, Hit Em High. Come on now. I just love that album. It was just really fun. And like all of the, the Looney Tunes singing, that was too much. Come on I didn't now. Like was... Looney Tunes or basketball, but somehow I had to watch that movie. I think because at my babysitter's house, they always played that fucking movie. So I know it so well. But never really was a fan, but now I'm like a fan for the nostalgic purposes. <laughs> okay. You guys said I only have, I can do only do two more honorable mentions. One more because that was one of two. No, no, no. He said two more after this. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. 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 American Gangster. Belly in the Wood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it like that. You're so <laughs> okay. If y'all didn't hear, she whispered in belly and the wood. Um, no belly. To I, I considered it, so I agree. Yeah, yeah and we can't I, I, not. We can't talk about this without talking about belly. Like that's just not right. Okay. Well. I appreciate y'all indulging my indecisiveness. Let's take a quick break and then let's come back and do some trivia. And we're back for some trivia and Whitney has got a very fun question for Marissa and I and we're going to let her take it away. Be gentle on us today, Miss Whitney. Uh Yeah, right. Look at (laughs) All right. All right, team. You guys are going to have to think about this together, deliberate. Um, which Black actor has the most, most movie credits to his name as of 2023 with 201? Will Smith. No multiple choice. Will Smith. No, I said Samuel L. Jackson. Or Morgan Freeman. I'm between Will Smith and Morgan Freeman. Will Smith? He's a blockbuster I don't think guy. He has that many. You wait. Yeah. Two, you how? What's, what was the number? Whitney said two hundred and what? Two hundred and one. Okay, maybe Morgan. I'm going back to Morgan Freeman. My my guess is Samuel. Is that the final answer from both of you? Yes. Yes. You're both wrong. Damn it! Wait, let me go again. Um, <laughs> wait, what? Who has more than Morgan? That was like a thing. He has so many movie credits. Not Denzel. No. He's, is he, is he, he's no. got to still be alive. Is he still alive? This person is now. He is alive. Is he old as shit? He's pretty old. He's <laughs> he got to be up there. An old ass, big, big oh movie. Oh my star. God. And my answer is stuck at Samuel. I don't know who else this could stuck be. At- He's old. Are you guys ready for the answer? Can you give us a hint? Can we can we phone a friend? You being the friend? Give us a <laughs> No. Come on. The answer is, which was also shocking to me, Danny Glover. Wow. Yeah, and then I looked through his um IMDB and I was like, whoa. Whoa. Damn. You have been working. Wait, so do we know Samuel L. Jackson's number? Because he has a lot, too. He does. He's in the 100s, 
Like, but he's not 201. So he's probably like top five. What about Jennifer? What about Jennifer Lewis? Ooh. I only did um black men, but okay. it wow. really did. It was like black actors. Sexist. Um, but really black men act more than black women, sadly, in the industry. So I think I actually put in black actors. So I think that would have included women, but honestly, they weren't even in the top five. Sometimes though, so it's still up on semantics if you didn't do actress. Possibly. Don't Possibly. True. But I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because of massage noir. Exactly. Anyway, mm-hmm. leaving it on that note, you're both wrong. Uh, but <laughs> we were past Jennifer Lewis in a movie that we worked on last year that never happened. So we were going to give her a role. So that would have been yes. We're going to give her some extra credit too. Let's hope that the tide is turning, y'all. Let's hope that the tide is turning. I think it is. Okay. Before we log off today, Marissa, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Um, You want to tell them about any of your projects that you're working on? Anything that you're excited about? Um, You can find me at Marissa Mendez on, I think, almost everything, even though I'm really only on Instagram. I tweet like once a month about a random thing that no one cares about. So... (laughs) I just was stripped of my blue check yesterday, which, you know, or whatever day that was this week that Elon did that shit. So, fuck you, Elon. Um, but Instagram, yeah, Marissa with one F, Mendez. Marissa, thank you so much for being on with us. We love you so much. Um, obviously, the listeners know where they can find you. Um, until next time, we love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, and we're back. First of all, Whitney, how fun was Marissa? That was such, she's such an amazing guest. I love it. I'm honestly hoarse <laughs> from the amount that I was singing. Yeah, you, you belted out some notes and we, we love that. Oh my God, it was so fun. They were some notes. Said, <laughs> they were some I notes. I said some notes, yeah. But no, 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 meaning like, I don't know if they were the right ones, oh, yeah. but they were some ones. <laughs> I think we all agree. <laughs> We all agree there. It was something. Uh, um, but okay, we're back with our lag last seg- segment of the show. And you know, we like to give roses to our beautiful black women who can still smell them. And Whitney, mm-hmm. let the people know who we giving roses to today. Jilly from Philly. Jilly from Philly, y'all. Oh, what a great person. Because first of all, you know we both love us some Jill Scott. And oh, we, we do. do. <laughs> it's actually shocking this is the oh first time my that we're giving God. her her roses. It's really crazy because we I just pull over story time before we even jump into this. Whitney and I had an incredible moment in Mexico getting oh ready God, yes. getting ready for the day as we're on vacation belting out Jill Scott mm-hmm. songs. I think I have a video. And the person who was with us just kept walking in and <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> Leave it alone. What is happening? Oh, my God. But yes. I think we're in our swimsuits and we're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. So I'll find the video and we're definitely going to post it because this is just mm-hmm. showing our appreciation of how much we love you, Jill Scott. And I, I'm going to start off saying where the love began is the first album. Like, I absolutely love it. I think it's a flawless album from beginning to the end. Uh, all the singles hit. All of the album cuts hit. Like, mm-hmm. one is the magic number. Oh, like, what a fucking perfect song. 
it's a she's she's an incredible songwriter. She's an incredible singer. She's an incredible mm-hmm. performer. Uh, and she's been acting mm-hmm. too. Like, come on. Yes. 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 They did her dirty, but yes. What they do her dirty for? Uh, why did I get married? Okay, that's also Tyler Perry. So, like, <laughs> can we start calling him Voldemort? Like, <laughs> no, we just go. That's also him who cannot be named. Okay, like, leave it alone. Yes, he who cannot like, be named. Yeah, no. Anything from him is gonna feel like the actress is done dirty. So, moving yeah. on. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Anyway, um. I love Jill, Jilly for so many reasons, but I want to talk about, for all the reasons that you named, but I want to talk about um, the verses oh, that yes. she conducted with Erica Badu the most during the pandemic. thing that came out of the pandemic, truly. Truly. Yeah, I think there were quite a few things that came out that were quite wholesome, but I do think... <laughs> we're talking about Jill Scott, that, okay? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but I would say that that literally, I remember exactly where I was. I remember exactly what I was doing and it honestly transformed me. Mm-hmm. I was completely alone during the pandemic watching this. I was drinking. I like, there were no breaks. We were there for like two and a half hours. We were locked in. And just then Erica Badu was like, there's an after party, <laughs> like come through. But the gift yeah. that that woman has given us. Um, it, it was just such an honor to watch her and to remember just how much she's given to us. And as a bigger black woman mm. to talk about sexuality and uh, the way that she does to talk about motherhood, the way that she taught, she does, it just feels like she's in her own lane. She is. And she's also just such an artist and she's unapologetic. I just, I love everything about Jill Scott. I really do. And I, I, like, honestly, like, can you even answer this question? Who is Jill Scott? <laughs> Who is Jill Scott? <laughs> I love that she titled that album. Yeah. Because do you think that's, would you say that's your favorite of her album? Yes. Yes. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I do, and I it's like, celebrating I, its anniversary this year. I know. I need to figure out how to get tickets to go see her perform because damn i've also i like i feel blessed that i have seen her perform a couple times and it really is transcend like transcends like the way that you think about her so i i'm i'm fine if i can't go but i've Mm -hmm. seen her perform in a lot of different arenas and spaces and she is incredible every single time and so i feel good I feel good. I saw her at uh, the Taste of Chicago. Uh, yes, I sure did. Um, I was there. You did too. Yes, ah! we weren't there together. Were we there together? <laughs> no, we weren't. Oh. I, I was but I with feel my like aunt. All of Chicago friends. came out. For and they had to. Oh, okay. I mean, I was with my parents. I remember we all just sat down there. She didn't do anything to the mic that day. <laughs> no, she did. Um. But that, it was also I during just, the day with family. She's like, I'm gonna keep it a little PG, but she's still saying what she had to say. She a freak, and we love it. <laughs> we love it. We love it. Also, she is just so sexy. She's so sexy. As like, I appreciate her putting on for big women, for big beautiful black women everywhere. 
this sex appeal that Jill Scott has is unmatched. Yes. Honestly. You ain't lying. So I am oh, I just love Jilly. Ooh, I do love Jill Scott. She also just seemed doesn't she seem like well, I just feel like she would be a, a cool person to kick it with. Like oh, just 100%. to hang out with. Like she doesn't seem like she's full of herself. She's been in this industry for such a long time. You know, it's it's wild. But <sighs> what a great songwriter Jilly. too. I'm sorry I didn't say that, but like Come on, Jilly. I think you me. did. Oh, I did? did okay, 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 never mind. Yeah, you did say it. Um, but yeah, she's she's incredible. Her music takes you to another place. It's soulful. What, I, I just What is in the water in Philly? Because hold up. What we got Jill Scott. We also got Jasmine uh-huh. Sullivan. And we got Tira uh-huh. Wack. And I'm sure it's uh-huh. a bunch more that are, I can... are you gonna talk about the roots? The, I'm I'm thinking of black women right now. Oh, I, black my, oh, my, sorry, cat, sorry. my head went to black women, but yes, I I thought about the roots, but my head is yeah. in the, the black women space right now. Yeah. And damn. One of my favorite crossover songs, though, is between the roots and. Oh my God, Eve. Oh, don't worry, you got me. And then, and then, like, and then they're, they're like, they're like building it, they're building it, and they're like, and we go bring out Jilly from Philly. You only can listen to the live version. The only, and then she comes out. Yeah. Oh my god. I do it love. I do love the. About it. I love the live version, uh, but I also love the recorded one because Erica Badu sings that part, which I also think is yes. just as special. Like, oh, come on. And I love that they're such collaborators. Like that's why I was saying that. Yeah. That versus was special. Like to see two black women who have come up in this industry supporting each other yeah. the way that they are as we live in this like Nikki Cardi era yeah. was like oof. You're right. You're it right. was it was beautiful. It was yeah. beautiful. I I honestly I it truly, lives in my head. I truly think that's the only verses that if anyone has not watched any of them, that's the only one to watch. The rest could so go. they. It was before the Apple Music yes. crossover. Yeah. However. So there are several versions of it on YouTube. Yeah. Because I have gone back and listened and watched it. I was just going to say, I have watched it. Yeah. Yes. So if you do, if you haven't seen it, stop what you're doing, except rate and review our podcast before <laughs> you stop. But- <laughs> you heard her. Like, don't, don't, don't leave immediately. Don't leave now. <laughs> finish the episode. But finish the episode. <laughs> okay. Rate and review. Go follow us on Instagram. Then go listen slash watch the verses between Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Oh, my God. That is our gift to you. Okay? Yes. Happy birthday or whatever y'all celebrating. That's amazing. That's a great way to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're listening for the first time and you don't know our Instagram handle, we are at look at us pod on Insta. Please share like subscribe do all the things and y'all know what we're gonna be back in two weeks with a fresh episode thank y'all so much for being here okay bye bye